Veterans with Benefits is brought to you by VetShu, the newest product from the Wuhan Cooperative to treat men with ED. Let's face it, fellas, ED happens to the best of us. You could talk to a licensed physician over the phone or online on the interwebs. No more awkward in-person doctor visits telling a complete stranger your dick isn't working. It ships direct to your house in a complete, non-discreet box. When your neighbors see this box, they're going to know what's inside. There's a giant penis on the front of it surfing down a volcano. Your ED problems are going to be a thing of the past. So go to VetChew.org. Veterans with Benefits listeners using code VWB at checkout will get 7% off their order. VWB is also brought to you by Guidolinos, the first cereal made for Italians. It comes in three delicious flavors, cannoli, biscotti, and lasagna. And every box comes with a special prize, a gold chain and an anger issue. This cereal is so good you're going to want to put on a velvet jumpsuit and whack your neighbor. So go to guidolinos.org for box options and delivery fees. Guidolinos, hey, you're eating here. And now for a special VWB PSA. If you or anyone you know is struggling with depression, anxiety, or addiction, help is as easy as a phone call. Don't be an asshole and think, hey, it's not my problem. Be a bro. Reach out. I know some of you might be thinking, Roll, you're the man. How do you know about addiction? Motherfucker, please. Those psychos at Oreos come out with a new flavor every week. I know the struggle. But for real, check out the website, VeteranCrisisLine.net, or call 1-800-273-8255. Thanks, and enjoy the show. And now, for the man to which I would never exist without, the host of Veterans with Benefits, my dad, and your favorite veteran, Rolls Burbeck. What's up? What's up, man? You hear me? Yeah, I hear you perfectly clear, actually. Yeah, man. Come on now. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> Dude. What I look like coming over here sounding like shit if I'm trying to do stuff too, you know what I mean? Well, I know, but yeah, some of the people I've had on, um, there's, it sounds like their Wi-Fi is coming from a woodshed. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad I exceeded your expectations, man. So what you want to talk about? No, man, just uh, just a little chit-chat, man. How you been doing, dude? Good. Good, man. I ain't got no complaints, dude. I got. Where are you at right now? I'm at Lackland. Um, I'm a military training leader, MTL. I wanted to do something different, so I'm not in AFE anymore, but it's been good, man. Um, I'm in a different section now, which is even better, but I like being an MTL, man. I like talking to airmen. Um, as I've told you before, I have gotten more and more into finances throughout my career, man, because it's not about the money. It's about the the freedom and options it gives you, man. So I'm I'm good, dude. I mean, I just I, remember uh, I remember back in the day you had that damn Batmobile. Yeah. Like, Cruising Gotham City, right? <laughs> bro, yeah. if, you, if, the, if like if you could match people up with a car, that was your car. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna the, lie, yeah, man. Just the dude. way you look, I'm like, yeah, that's his car. Like he's not driving <laughs> around, you know, like some kind of crappy, like you know, four four door sedan. Oh wow! Like you that's know, car. <laughs> I got you. I, I appreciate that. What you know? What's funny now? Um, full circle, right? I started out with a Toyota Corolla. That was my first car, right? And then I wanted something faster. Went through a BMW, and then that's when I got the Corvette. But dude, it started breaking down. Cause I drove it every day, so I ended up trading it in, and I'm back to a um, a four door. Um, it's not crappy, but I got a Jetta, bro. I'm discreet, out of sight, out of mind. It's paid off, but I I will get something. I'm looking at Teslas now because, dude, that's, that's why, dude. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> that's funny, man. So we on the same page, but dude, the horsepower and just the way technology is going nowadays with cars. They're going to have it to where you can even be driving somewhere and your car can be your battery will be recharging while you're driving just depending on where you are on the interstate or highway. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm about to be done with gasoline cars, man, here in the next probably two to three years. I want to get my house set up first because I'm moving to Atlanta next year, man. But that's that's something else. But yeah, man, um, I heard it's nice. What? Yeah, it's nice. Where, where are you right now? 
I'm in North Dakota, dude. Oh man, how you end up there? Uh, I ended up getting stationed here twice, and then uh, I got out in 2017. My wife's from up here, so oh. uh, we decided to stay up here. She decided to stay up here, and uh, so we just living up here, man. I'm working, uh, raising the kids, doing this podcast. Yeah. You know? yeah. You got stationed at North Dakota twice, bro. This was my that, this was my first plate my first base before I got to Langley. Got out of Langley with uh, a tour to Korea. Oh my my follow on was Minot. Wow, from okay. Korea, dude. When I saw yeah. that drink, when I saw that uh, sheet, I was like, "What? What, what did <laughs> you guys just do?" Uh, yeah, basically, <laughs> we just ended your career. <laughs> basically yeah uh, man i mean some people they make it work but i mean it's i've heard a lot of shitty things about mine now. i'm just gonna say that i'm yo i can shitty things but we ain't gonna go into that yeah that's good but you know how it goes in the military man you you're so used to like making the best out of stuff <laughs> that you just you just assume the worst now you know what i mean so yeah i mean um yeah, I, I would have never imagined. I do. If you would have told me, you know, like ten years ago, it asked me where North Dakota was on the map, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Man. <laughs> so, like, let me get. Let's get into your story. So, I mean, like, yeah. you know, with you, you know, you know, we didn't know each other super long, but you, yeah. in the military, when you're when you're with somebody, stationed with somebody, working with them, you get to know them. Yeah. So, I mean, like, to me, it was kind of like a an enigma with you, like, because like you seemed. You know, you're you're a sharp guy. You know, I could you know, you're you know, everybody knew, you, you know, you were sharp and smart. But it's like, you know, you fit the military, but it also fe- feels like you didn't fit the military. Like you could have done anything. Camouflage, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll speak to that because um, you, you definitely. Yeah, I don't deny that at all. So my dad retired military, man. So he put me on to some things before I came in. He ended up being. um squadron commander so he gave it to me at different levels right and he kind of gave me his big picture of like you know how you should talk to people at any level and i I just appreciated him telling me from his level so for me man i feel like i've always been this way but i've um i'm kind of ocd with certain things so when it came to my job i was like listen as long as i know my shit nobody can really um question me you know what i'm saying and and then i can kind of disappear and do stuff that i really want to do that i probably couldn't do if they were always asking me where was i or he got to come back and do this because he didn't do his job right the first time you know so i wanted to just make sure i was an asset to my supervisors and leadership versus a liability man and i mean i um i'm not gonna lie to you i i I have some very distinct moments of what you're talking about and what you're describing and i know were you still there when i took over um main shop or were you gone at that time um can't remember i, I think don't you know. know i mean maybe okay. i was there I'm, okay. I'm you know i'm pretty sure i left before you you must have because i went to korea too i went to kunsan i left that's in 2000 was, that's where I was at, dude yeah you left before me then because i went to korea this was 2012 i got there february 12 okay when did yeah, you leave thanks. oh actually you know what you did leave before me. Oh, I, I I left. I got to Korea. I think in um 2014. Oh, okay. I was already at Moody then. Okay, you went to Kunsan. Yeah, yeah. Damn. So I know you. What what shop did you go to? I went to uh damn now I'm the 35th. Uh, yeah. Push it up. Is Push it, it up. Yep. 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 Okay. And then they well, um when when Simon got there. Did you ever meet Tabasco? No, I don't know who that is. Um, uh-huh. he's been he's an AFE dude. He okay. He runs like an AFE meme page. He's a pretty cool, dude. Uh, but he's right. been to Korea like seven times. Oh, he's one of them. Okay. Yeah. I um, I was there with him and a bunch of other clowns. Like we just, oh man, I shouldn't have gone to Korea, dude. Hey man, it can be your best or your last assignment. I tell you that. Yeah. yeah <laughs> was exactly. the curfew still at one o'clock when you went? No, no. We didn't have that. Y'all didn't have a curfew? No, nah, we were walling out, dude. What? Yeah. You was at Kunsan? Yes, sir. The f- okay, that's some bullshit. We had we had curfew, man. All right, you know what? It's all bro, good. I ain't even going to hate, we're, man. We're going to work in regular clothes, like right after the club. 
What? Yeah. Official work on a weekday in civilian clothes. Yeah, I'm I'm packing shoots with my sneakers on. Wow. Y'all you know? dudes is crazy. Dang. Like y'all on deploy location stuff out here. All right. And smell, you know, smell like liquor. Like <laughs> packing shoots. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Looking at you, it's like, is that got a cigarette burning it? <laughs> I know, right? Damn, man. Oh, that is hilarious. So um, when you were starting the process, how'd you get mm -hmm. stuck in, uh, were you life support or survival? I was life support, man. How'd you get stuck in life support? That that was my job. I signed up for, um, I came so in open general. For, you signed up for life support. No, I came in open general. And when they showed me, the jobs um what do they tell me um it's something that they tell you if you don't want to be security forces say something i forgot what it was man this is 2002 dude and um i came in open general and i was just like all right as long as i get something decent cool and yeah they came up with life support and okay. <laughs> that was it and then you know when we did our um what was that program called when we merged with you all cut training Yep. Yeah. Um, Sergeant Buchanan and um, Senior Emmer, uh Johnson at the time. Dana Johnson, you remember him? Dana. Yeah, yep, I remember Dana. Yeah, yeah. They um they picked me from um, the seventy first. Yeah. What, what I didn't want. Were you in there with Chris? Yeah, Chris. Um, I remember all of them. Uh, Watson, I believe, female with glasses um Koch it was a couple of them of their booth I remember all of them man but yeah they they picked me I was hesitant about going at first but man they they trained me well man and the rest was just on me because again I wanted to um once I realized that Buchanan was leaving I was like okay well shit I might as well just know what I'm doing now and be prepared to take over if it happens and yeah man so going back to your initial point though man I just always wanted to make sure nobody could question me if I did my job you know what I mean? Because, you know, they give you a little bit more lenience at that point. Now, uh, now, some of you guys that are listening, especially if you're you're active duty right now, you're not going to you might not relate to this. But I remember the first time we met. I got there in 08. OK. You know, and we were still wearing BDUs at the time. Yeah. And I walked in, you know, I'm a senior airman. I looked like a bag of leaves. I, <laughs> I vaguely I remember walk, that. <laughs> I walk in, see this dude sharper than shit your uniform bro used to be so fucking sharp i don't know how we used to take bets on how long it would take you to do this every you had every crease you made up creases we didn't even know these creases existed you had creases on creases bro y'all never told me this that is hilarious to hear this man <laughs> your hair was always sharp like yo it's like you yo it looked like you got a haircut every time you went to lunch <laughs> wow well i did come on here so you know what i gotta give credit to where it's due man my first when i got to langley 2002 my first um supervisor um carrie i think her name was hudson i can't remember man she was honor guard the first time I saw her, her uniform was like mine. And she had the leather, leather luster on her old, um, the black Marauders for BUs. And I just asked her like, yo, how do you, how do you do this? Put me on, man. Yeah. I still got the same cuff stoppers from day one, bro. You know, those things that you put into yep, your pants. Yep. Yeah. Still got those. So dude, I, she put me on, man. And even with my OCPs, it's funny when I went to a uh, military training school for a uh, military becoming an MTL, my instructors, they used to get on me like, you cannot um, dry clean your OCPs, Robinson. I was like, I don't. I have an old school iron, uh, Black & Decker Classic. Shout out to them. That iron will crease almost anything. I just sprayed it with water and just ironed it, and that was it. And they did not believe me. So it's so funny you saying that shit, dude. I miss BDUs because, dude, that was back when you could use starch. Dude, I would use Stay Flow. That I just sprayed it, hit it once, man. And you know how it is. Like People that actually iron a uniform, they be like, man... You know your uniform is good to go, and it can damn near stand up by itself. <laughs> well, I remember trying to like trying to copy you. I'm like, dang, this motherfucker's coming to work looking sharp as hell. I'm gonna go do this shit. So I remember like spraying it with starch. Why the fuck you I'm just didn't ask me, man? I didn't even know y'all was looking at me like that. That's hilarious. It was embarrassing. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Okay. All so right. like I remember like you know like when you put too much on there, you start ironing, it gets that white flaky shit. Yep. 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 
I was yeah, like, you, you know gotta what? mix it right with water, man. I just use. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I hear you. I hear you. That is so funny, man. But yeah, man, I just um, I just felt like, man, I gotta wear this uniform so much throughout the week and during my life. I at least want to look good in it. You know what I mean? So. So I mean, for me, or like you know, knowing you, you know, and knowing that most of the time you're like you're pretty cool and collective. Have you ever had one of those moments like in your career, like what the fuck did I just sign up for? Oh hell yeah! Um, I don't know if you remember um, Joe Kane. I just I just him? interviewed Joe Kane uh, last week. Wow! Shout out to him, man. I haven't spoken to him in a while. Him and I, we used to have so we took pictures and we put. Um, we took pictures of each other. One was of me kicking a, a helmet, HU55P helmet. We tied it to a string so it would stick, right? So there's a picture of me kicking a helmet, and that was like my tag on my desk. And then I forget what the caption I put, but I was pretty much like, um, I'm not doing this for the rest of my life type. That was the the vibe behind the caption. And every time him and I would get frustrated at work, either him or or me, we would literally bang our hands on the desk and be like, Google, fuck. <laughs> like, we should have signed up for Google because this is not it. So it's funny because I remember um, he left to go do Sear, I believe. Yep. And I was like, fuck, man, now it's just me. Because it, it was only, it was like a running joke between him and I. So that's so funny that you brought up, that you know his name, man. I hope he's doing well. But yeah, man. Oh, yeah, um, dude, we talked for like an hour. That's what's up, man. I'm about to get. Is he on? Do you know if he's on Instagram? I don't think so. I know he's on Facebook. That's okay. how I found him on Facebook. Got you. But yeah, man. Um, I've I've had a couple of those days, but you know what? I use that shit to actually motivate me. I took all my frustrations out on um, either my finances, um, or uh, fitness, because I was just like, if I'm gonna sit here complain and get frustrated at a job, and then by the time I'm done with this, I'm just a shell of myself then I let the job get the best of me. You know what I mean? So I just try to use it as motivation and it's, it's, it's worked out, man. It's yeah. Worked out. Yeah. Um, damn. I wish I would have known that. Uh, I don't, I don't even, like, um, I don't remember being stationed with both of you at the same time. Cause dude, we, yo, he was, yo, he told me one of the funniest stories I've ever heard since I've been doing this show. <laughs> what? And I just, I don't like, I've, I haven't released his episode yet, but okay. Yeah. 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 I got you. I got you. But oh, no, he God. was, um, you Kane was at the shop. This was back when I was still working at the 71st, though. So this is before I got picked up to go down to survival. So I'm just wondering how you oh okay. So he must have left for Sierra and then I must have left. I got stuck at the 27th for a long time when I got to Langley. Got you. Where'd you go after that? Uh I was at the shoot shop for a while. Okay, so I, I must got, have already been gone then. Okay. Yeah, then I got orders to Korea. Okay. Yeah, man, Korea is like the way out for everybody. So you know, um, you know, you know Williams and Grayer. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. they were the ones that trained me on shoots. Yeah, I just released uh, Williams' episode today. Okay. Yeah, man. Um, I actually talked to Williams um, not too long ago. Actually, he's still living life down there in Florida fucking aa ron yeah man that is that's funny man so you interview mostly afe people is that what this is no i'm i've uh i mean i started off doing it just from people i know but yeah. i've uh i've interviewed uh interviewed um a couple soldiers yeah. i haven't gotten a marine yet mm, that should be um, interesting yeah no and uh some older people i've i've interviewed too that have been well out yeah so I mean, right now it's easier for me to like cherry pick people I know. Yeah, but I I've had it. a few interviews where people have just uh, hit me up through Facebook through my uh, um, Veterans with Benefits group. Yeah, that asked that asked to be on the show, and I'm like, hell yeah! I was like, send me your email. I'll hook it up. And we'll set that's up. That's what's date. up. That's what's up, man. Um, man, that's cool, dude. Um, I'm I'm curious to see where this is gonna go for you, man. Because I'm the only reason I even came back to social media was just to um, push my podcast. I don't I don't feel like dealing with Facebook, so I'm only on Instagram and that's been working so far. But so tell me tell see. me how you started all that. Man, so you know what's funny? Um so this is about the second year now. So the first year, the first episode, it just came about I was just um my ex at the time, 
she had a podcast and I had been listening to a, just stuff on YouTube. I'm like, man, let me try this. So I started out audio. I did a Buzzsprout. And I mean, it was cool, you know, just press record and keep it raw and authentic. My thing is I didn't want to have to edit anything. I just, if if I burp, if I coughed, whatever, I'm I, I want it. Yeah, it's less work and it's not because I'm lazy. But again, I want the person, whoever is listening to this and whoever's on episode with me, I want them to feel like they're a part of the conversation. Um, This chick, man, she was saying she got so into her editing that somebody commented on her shit like, I quote, the girl is like, bitch, how come you don't ever blink in any of your episodes? I thought that was so funny, man. <laughs> like, how do you edit your stuff so much that your eyes are just open for like 10 plus minutes and you don't even recognize it? You know what I'm saying? They but, do those shortcuts. Yeah, but you just get caught up in trying to just, um, you, you want perfection and it doesn't happen that way, man. Like there have been episodes where I said something in my head, but when I listened to it, I didn't even say that at all. Like, it's just, it's so funny. And I just feel a lot more um it's easier for me to sustain this now that I don't edit. I just keep it raw. Like you hear this fucking truck backing up in the background. Like I use that stuff to my advantage because it it's that natural background or life moments that I think people appreciate more when they're listening to things. It just sounds more authentic, man. So now, everybody listen everybody listening to my show knows I record my episodes in my bedroom. Okay. I have a t- I have a piece of paper taped on my f- on the door outside saying, "Please be quiet. I'm recording." <laughs> so, my kid- so my kids aren't running around like making a bunch of noise and shit. Yeah, but that's hey man, that's how it should be, dude. When I first started recording, I was in my closet. <laughs> I turned off the, the AC, thing, bro. I did the yeah, the surround. Yeah, it's just so much better. Whereas, um, like now I'm sitting out here in my living room, so I don't know. I don't know if you can tell, but if if I hear this episode, I can probably tell because, you know, your voice sounds different when you're surrounded by carpet and just in a room like it's just the padding or whatever it is. It just sounds better. But the only reason I stopped using my closet as a studio is because uh, the Wi-Fi was janky. Yeah. With the walls. okay, with the walls. Yeah. yeah. So I just start using, you know, I just set up like I got like one of those um, camping chairs next to my bed. Yeah, <laughs> but you're still in your bedroom. Nah, I get it, dude. That's where I record. So I went from Buzzsprout to YouTube because I wanted to get in touch with a bigger audience and I just wanted to put it out there and I wanted to get on screen. I wanted people to see who who, who this voice was, right? And yeah, I record all my shit in my bedroom because the plain white wall behind me, it just gives a better contrast. And I mean, it's just one of those things like, man, I'm I'm living in a one bedroom apartment. I'm renting until I retire here early next year. So I'm not about to invest in a house and a desk and all this other shit. Now, when I move to Atlanta and this is still going, I'll probably look into that once I get some type of real estate going. But I I, I actually applaud you for saying that, man, because I feel like you just take out all the excuses. If you keep it simple, it just makes it easier for you to stick with it. And as long as you enjoy it, eventually you know, at least my mindset was eventually I would attract some people that appreciate it. So, yo, yeah, none of my episodes are the same. I don't get it. I don't get the same story out of everybody every time. Like, I mean, I had, you remember Cheeseboro? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I, I recorded, I recorded an episode with her last week and, um, you know, she's a TI. Is she still so, a TI? No, not anymore. Okay, yeah. But, I know, remember. We got, a, we got a whole episode of her talking about that. And, like, I never interviewed a T.I., let alone a female T.I. Yeah, but, dog, Cheeseboro alone. I I remember her distinctly. I know that episode had to be very interesting. If she was very honest with how she is, I'm curious. Oh, dude. Yeah, dude, man. No. I, I have an idea. I've heard her say some weird shit, and we laughed yeah, about it. The thing was, and I and I tell her in the episode, you know, she was talking. She was talking more than me, and I was like, "Cheese!" I was like, "I don't remember you talking this much." But oh, she got no, all that. Right? She got all that confidence from being a TI, and I'm like, "She was going, bro." Like, I just put my phone down. I'm like, go ahead, like talk. Like, she went. And you know what? I, um, good on you for doing that because that that will keep your content fresh. Everybody got a story, man. Some people just for some reason they just they think theirs isn't as important. Some people are born. I get it, but. I feel like even when people say that they're boring, it's like they accept that you don't have to be boring. You can really embrace and share the shit that you like to do. Like um, I've been talking about spades all this week and I ran into my neighbor randomly like two hours ago. I was taking out the trash 
he plays spades. His girlfriend plays spades. I'm like, fuck. God, won't he do it, right? Now, here yeah. it is. I'm about to be playing spades tonight. I mean, I've just been manifesting <laughs> this so randomly, man. Because, I, dude, we didn't do it as much at Langley. But I like getting people together, man. And just um, just hanging out and just chilling, man. Because people are so different outside of the uniform. And that's why I said earlier when you made that comment about how I look like I belong or sometimes I don't belong in the military. It's, it's that camouflage, right? And some people, man, we just get so good at camouflaging ourselves from others because we don't want to be that transparent or we don't want people to really know what we're about. But for me, I'm not gonna lie, man. Um, I, I said, fuck it years ago, man. And it's not to the point to say, I'm not going to do my job. I've always made sure I done my job, but when the job is done, let's do something else. If that means yeah. get up out of here early. Let's do that. Cause People want time, man. Nobody want no damn rewards or these acknowledgments. Like, nah, give me some time off. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's that. Yo, that's all I wanted. I was like, I don't. I never went for awards when I was in. I was like, give me a day off. Give me Wednesday off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever gets you out of work, I get it, man. Yeah, Definitely. and that's funny to what you just said earlier, like about people. Like that was one of the cool things that I, I did like about the military. Is like anywhere you, any base you would go to, if you went to an enlisted club or like the BX, you'd always see a group of friends. And every one of those group of friends always looked like the Power Rangers. There was always <laughs> a white dude, a black dude, a Chinese guy. Like everybody was mixed. Like this is like a quota base, man. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, now you're right. Because yeah, even when you're in Korea, you see five or six people. Yeah, they military Yep. It's like you, you just know it even from the haircut just because there's no way maybe on a college campus that actually has diversification you would maybe see that but nowhere else in the world would you just see a collage of personalities and appearances just walking together and having a conversation yeah man. like because you can tell dude like okay you obviously know who this hick is because he's got this big ass belt buckle and yep. he's hanging out with this dude who looks all gangster. Like, <laughs> yeah, like what's the common denominator here? Oh, military. Okay, because <laughs> that's the the military is the one thing that'll put you in an environment to where you actually might get to understand somebody. Where any other day you're like, man, I ain't fucking with you. You whack, or yeah, yeah, you might be yeah. racist. I mean, there's so many biases that we have that we just write people off on. But when you start working with people, especially if it's a you know how it is in AFE, man. We have those shitty days. That's pretty much when everybody comes together because we have a common enemy now. <laughs> and then you're like, damn, we're not so different after all. Which Yeah, is you just got to find that corny mind. motherfucker. Be like, yeah, he is corny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's terrible, man. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's that's funny, man. I've been, dude, I've been trying, man. I've been trying to find Chris Robinson, man. He hit, he hit me up, but he never hit me up again. He said he was like, he he didn't have internet or his car got stolen or something. That sounds like Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I'm trying to get him on the show, dude. Listen, I'm trying man. To do like a three -parter. All right. Well, I'll just tell this story real quick. You remember? Um. So I, I, you said Chris. So I'll just that'll be the only name that I named. So it was me, Chris, and two other dudes from the shop. Uh, do you know what Zombie Run is? Yeah, yeah. I've been to one. Yeah. So it was like some 28 weeks later shit, right? So he told us about it. So we we're like, cool. So we went up there. We met up with him in New, uh, Norfolk. It was downtown in the uh, Ghent area. And we parked at his spot and walked over to the house that he was staying in. Man, because um, one of the dudes, he needed to change. So while he's changing the apartment or place that we was living in, man, because you know Chris, dog, he he just didn't give a fuck, bro. His standards was just bare minimum. So it's dingy as fucking there. It's like really dim light. And he's like, y'all want anything to drink? I was like, nah, I'm good. Like, I didn't even yeah, think good. about it. I was like, hell nah. And then um, he comes back. And then at this time, the dude that went to change comes back. And he's looking at me like, bro, that bathroom was disgusting. <laughs> he said he, while he was changing, the clothes that he, the bathroom was so nasty. The clothes that he took off, he made a pout. So he can stand on those clothes while he was putting on his clothes. He didn't even step on the floor, my dude. So we are dying. So at this point, we just walk out of the house. I was like, Chris, just, just meet us outside. We're leaving. Because at this point, I'm questioning the fucking air that we're breathing. So he comes out finally. And then we leave. And, man, that zombie run was probably one of the most fun events ever, man. I um, People was getting chased, tagged, all this other stuff. 
the dude, one of the dudes that was with us, man, he they were chasing somebody at the end. He came back and he had blood on his face. And I was like, yo, did you? I don't remember you painting your face. What is that? And he touches his head. He's like, oh shit, I'm bleeding. And he's like, Chris was like, yeah, idiot, you ran into a tree. And I was like, how you don't remember that? <laughs> so this dude, we had to go walk to CVS, man, to get some alcohol and some gauze pads. And it, it turned out to be, we paid like $5 to get into that. It was like one of the most fun nights ever, man. And Chris, dude, so there was like, um, so it was in an open public area. There were literally people that was just living there and not playing, getting chased because we didn't know who was who, right? So at the end of the event, towards the end of the event, there was a jogger. He was coming through with his headphones, just jogging. And somebody was like, get him! And dog, two people literally chase this dude. And he literally snatches off his headphones. And he's like, what the fuck? As he just literally takes off running. No shit. Chris, we're talking on the sidewalk. Chris turns to go chase this dude. He falls off the sidewalk, <laughs> rolls over on some Sonic the Hedgehog shit, gets up and takes off full sprint. I have never seen a human being do that shit in real life, dog. I, I can't make it up. But if you talk That's to Chris, crackhead he, running. Yes. That's what I'm getting at. I'm glad you said it. If you talk to Chris, you have to see if he remembers that because I saw it and I still couldn't believe it. And to this day, I never even asked him, like, how the fuck did he do that? I don't even know if he knew he did that, but yeah. That's what I loved about Chris. Like, he, you know, like he was mad dusty, but he would still ask you if you wanted something to drink. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Hospitality like, nah, was never a question for Chris, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And you know what's funny? No, I'm good. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, yeah, because I'm pretty sure that's your last pair, bro. But he would offer it anyways. And you know his last name, Robinson. So before I even put on staff, they would be like, yo, Edward Robinson's been like shit today. And I would always hate that because I'm like, dude, we got the same last name. You're not out here representing. And you know how he do. <laughs> he do his little laugh, put his uh, fist over his mouth while he laughing back in his chair. Like, oh, you got jokes. I'm like, yeah, man. Like, I think I, I think I remember how his laugh went. It went. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, with his non-brushed or combed hair, like Chris just didn't care, man. <laughs> if I didn't know any better, I swear to God, he just lived at work, man. Like when he heard us in the shop, that's when he would just put on his uniform, walk man, around. Know, wait a minute, you didn't know this? He was living there. Shut, shut up, man. He was living at the twenty-seven for a while until he got caught. Oh, what the fuck? Bro, some pilots came in. This motherfucker was walking around in his house shoes, you know, <laughs> eating at the bar. The fuck out of here. He would wait till we would leave. Go, he would sit in his car out front. And then once everyone was gone, he would go upstairs and sleep in the locker room. Spurbeck, you know what? As you notice, I'm not laughing anymore. I'm not even surprised, dog. Hand to I God. I, I, I believe you because that, that, that Chris could do nothing that could surprise me, man. I did not know that. You think Living about, you at think about work. It, a life support shop. What does it have that you need? It's got a laundry machine. It's got a bathroom with a shower. It's got running water. It's got food in the bar. It's got TV. And it's got computers. Got he didn't need anything else. Clearly. How long was he living there? Did y'all you, know? I don't think very long. Maybe a few weeks. Still, but, that's long it, enough. Yeah, dude. Because, you know, he was from Virginia Beach. Yeah, so I know. he could have just drove home to his parents' yeah. house. Damn. Yeah, He bro. was living there even on the fucking weekends? I think so. But maybe not. He was probably, like, at, you know, at a friend's house and shit. Yeah, I'm trying to rationalize it now. But either way, that don't make sense to me, man. Golly, boy. Hashtag Chris, man. This dude right here. Yeah, dude, had like, he had, like, Tupperware in the fridge and shit. Wow. <laughs> he was not trying to hide it, man. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely um didn't hear when that news broke. Damn. Because I I interviewed um you know you remember Eric Jackson? Yeah, I remember. Him. He told a story about how Chris one time had uh had, had was eating uh his lunch, and I was there that day. And uh -huh. you know how big Jackson was. Yeah, he he still is. He gripped up Chris so fast it looked like Superman gripping up like a criminal. Like <laughs> we thought he was gonna break him in half. Yeah. Just over some chicken nuggets. <laughs> chicken. <laughs> Yo, I mean, hey, man, people don't be playing over their food, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, bro. Especially, that you know, is... if, you're eating, if you're eating fries and Chris grabs one out of the pack, 
you ain't eating those fries no more. They're yeah, your fries, Chris. I know, bro. My germs. <laughs> <laughs> Take my strong hand. Yeah, I'm good on that, dog. Oh my gosh, that is so Chris, man. That brought Yo, back so, some memories, man. What's up? So yeah, I didn't know um for the longest time, you know, because you say you don't have Facebook. Um, mm -hmm. and you know, I was just scrolling through Instagram one day and your thing, you know, your face came up. Yeah. So then I start uh and I looked at your profile. I didn't even I didn't know you had a podcast and you were on YouTube and shit. So I was like, dude, I gotta get I gotta get Nate on here. Yeah, I mean and you said you've been doing it for two years. Yeah, well, I've only been on YouTube for a couple of months now, but the podcast, yeah, it's been over, it's been almost two years now, man. I think maybe no, maybe October, November will be two years. What, uh, yeah. what platform do you use to distribute? Now? What, what do you mean? Well, when I had Buzzsprout, that was, <clears throat> Buzzsprout would let me go to um, iHeart and Spotify, but now I just, I just put it all on YouTube, man, because MP4 video it's free and i mean and obviously um i try and whenever i post something on instagram that's my way of kind of using hashtags and maybe put it out there but i mean <clears throat> that's it man so i mean it's still kind of small but i don't even know i mean i guess sky is the limit but i just like putting out the videos now so it's not like um there's like no arterial motive like i'm not trying to if I can get 10,000 subscribers by next year or shit, like, nah, if I can just, yeah, yeah, yeah. if I'm people fuck with it, cool. But, um, yeah, man. Um, what is, YouTube, uh, yeah. what's like the general, uh, you know, vision for the show. So dude, it used to just be, so hence the name real talk finances. It used to just be, um, talking about finances, but the reality, so my Instagram is great life. Eight zero three. That's that's the the vision now. My dad kind of kicked a reminder to me. Everybody doesn't really um feel comfortable talking about finances specifically, especially when you start talking about investing and saving and um just some pretty good strategies, right? But everybody has an idea what a great life looks like, right? And key in point, um I say that to get more people comfortable to talking about what their version of a great life is because you can't judge that. That's subjective to anybody right and my biggest thing is and will always be um just being able to spend time doing the things that you love and i get it it's not always about happiness but i do feel like this man um whether you believe in god or spiritual whatever it is we're all put on this earth to serve right and we all been given these natural gifts but sometimes we might question it or we just might um suppress it because we're so busy doing all the stuff that we have to do and we don't make time to do the things that we want to do, right? Ooh, and like to that. me, yeah, man. And I just feel like a great life just really involves embracing your inner child. It's okay to be happy. There's no guilt needed with that. It's okay to smile and enjoy what you're doing. And it's okay to actually have time to do stuff versus, oh, I'm busy. Oh, I'm busy. A lot of people are not busy. Well, that's the thing. A lot of people are busy, but they're not being productive. And being busy is kind of like a badge of honor for so many people now. It's like, I'm out here hustling. I'm a boss. I'm getting it, blah, blah, blah. But the reality is you're just tired. You're tired of being busy. You don't probably have the results that you want to show for it. And I mean, for me, man, it's all about relationships now. Um, I'm hoping I can find my future wife between now and by the time I, well, I know I'll find her in Atlanta if I don't find her out here in San Antonio, but it's a different crowd out here in San Antonio. I will say that, but yeah, so dude, just a great life, man. Even this little rant that I'm going on, that's that's how I envision a great life, man. Just being able to have time to spend with the friends and family that you love or being able to have time to do stuff like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, I've been off for a couple hours now on a Friday. That's almost unheard of earlier in my career. And I just love that. It's just quality of life, man. You know what I'm saying? Look, man, when I release your episode, I'm going to find a nice picture of you. Your boy's oh going to hook gosh. you up. You're going to be you're going to be getting messages for weeks okay that is hilarious man all right well you make sure you um <laughs> at me on that because i will definitely be laughing at whatever picture you find of me <laughs> I got you. I'm, yo i'm gonna make sure it's sure sharp do you know my hold up man let, let me do this real quick you're on your computer right now no nah, i'm on my phone your phone okay let me type this in i remember um i don't know if you were still there i got coined by some chief and um here, let me type my name in first if you go to Google and type in Nathaniel Robinson Jr., they still got my picture up here when um 
who is this? Chief Deerduff. Oh gosh, is that his name? Chief Deerduff coined me. This is I had ABUs at the time, but at least my stuff was still iron. I got coined, so hey, that might be a start for you. I don't know what the hell is going on with my skin complexion in this picture, but this I still laugh at this picture, man. When, when we're we talk done recording, about it. send me that picture. Okay. I mean, I'll throw it in your um IG now. Dog, that shit's hilarious. But yeah, man, I appreciate it. Well, anything you post would probably just be hilarious, bro. So this <laughs> is whatever, man. <clears throat> yeah. So how long? What's what's your vision for this? Um, I don't know, man. I just uh, to be honest, I mean, I've only been doing this, I think, uh, seven eight months, and it okay. was really it was just out of like you know because like at work you know I listen to podcasts and I listen to music and shit. Yeah. And, you know, I follow some like, you know, like, uh, quote unquote, famous veterans. Yeah. And everything I saw was like the shiny side. Oh, and I, okay. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not that I was never that. That's dude. not you. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I wouldn't I'm look- believe it if it was you, man. Exactly. Look- so I'm like, I'm looking around. I'm like, I'm like, I was like, where are the stories of the dirtbags of my people? Mm hmm. You know, I'm not, you know, not saying I'm including you, but I'm just saying like, you know, I get it. The other side of the military, the the other percent, the real shit. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to start that. And then like, to be honest, like it kind of took off immediately. Because it's a a bunch of people that can speak to that, man. Like, yeah, exactly. So, you know, like, you know, like we're, you know, the first couple episodes, you know, we're talking about like how we would like make sure we were indoors so we didn't have to stand outside wait for that damn uh yeah <laughs> yep. everybody Hell, some people that. would get back in their car even if they heard it so they Hell didn't yeah. i mean you know how it go man yeah well, you know just like trying to like you know skipping out on work trying to do as little as possible you know yeah shit like that. everybody do- not everybody does it but yo most everybody does it everybody has done it integrity only goes so far man i would and- if I had the energy, I would argue with anybody who says they haven't done a little bit of dirt. Like, come on, man. Yeah, exactly. And like, and to really, and I wasn't really trying to gear this show towards just veterans and active duty. Yeah. But shine a light for civilians to be like, hey, the military is honestly just a nine to five. Once you get out of boot camp and tech school, and you know you you get out of that brainwashing element, you're just you're just a nine to five job. Yeah, it is, man, and. Dude, there's some people that probably don't want to hear that because they're so damn patriotic and um, just they would bleed their own blood on this flag to keep it wet. But you know what's funny? Something you said, um, dog, the military is just a fraternity or a sorority, right, for women. And it's like, dog, when it comes to, if you look at it like that, man, depending on who you talk to and what branch, it's a whole different mindset. And with that mindset comes a whole nother um ways to fuck off if you know what i mean right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Definitely. that's funny nah. well i'm glad you did this man i'm glad you um started as you're gonna be the the mascot <laughs> for um <laughs> i ain't shit people <laughs> my job <laughs> but i mean i think you um you don't give yourself enough credit though because i mean even some of the stories that i've heard about you you still knew what the fuck you was doing whoa, i think whoa, some whoa, people whoa, whoa, whoa. what do you mean what, what? Stories you heard about me we can save that for another time man you know people talk man and then when you do add it up with how you carried yourself sometimes with your uniform i was like okay maybe that does make sense <laughs> i never care i never cared enough to really ask you because me personally i didn't really have any issues with you so i really didn't care honestly but it's um i don't know man like i just feel like at the end of the day you still knew what you was doing it's just a matter of some people that i especially that i've come across they just feel like if you're not all in, if you ain't willing to die for this shit, then we don't need you, <laughs> right? See, my thing and was, what? I was all on the military. I was not all in on AFE. I hated AFE. Oh, yeah, so that's, a, that's, that's a dilemma. <laughs> exactly. So when you hate your job, you know, but I loved being in the military. The military was cool. Like, you know, I felt. I felt good putting that uniform on. Nah, but I don't know, Spurbeck. You sound like a terrorist just now, man. <laughs> <laughs> Anti-heroes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, you know, like I, I wanted get to, it, uh, when I got in, you know, I, I, I think I made like, I don't even know what my score was on the ASFAB, but I mm-hmm. wanted to do um, like journalism. 
Okay. That I wanted that job, and they were like, "Nah, here's a wrench." That's a journalism is a job in the Air Force. Well, you know how like they got the um the AF AFN channel, you know, like uh I forget exactly. Oh what man. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I wanted to do that. I wanted to be like a photographer or like you know make videos and stuff. Oh. Uh, like, okay. I wanted something creative. <laughs> wow. Okay. I wouldn't have expected you to say that, but okay. Yeah, I mean, dude, I've been like, I've been doing this kind of stuff since I was little. Like, okay, I, I'll send you know, dude, I'm gonna send you uh, when we're offline. I'm gonna send you a YouTube clip of something okay. that I it was like the first video I ever made. I'm like ten. <laughs> ten years old. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was like it was like 1991. Damn, boy. Okay. <laughs> Fucking no. prodigies over here. Okay. Yeah, like, I I love that shit. When I got, I mean, survival was cool for a while. It, it just, it yeah. just, it just killed me, dude. I was just like, I hate this. Man, yeah. I mean, dude, I, obviously, I'm not even in AFE anymore, so I, I get it. <clears throat> that was the biggest thing that um, Kane and I would complain about. I mean, it was just, we're inspecting a helmet, okay? Why, why are there 50 steps and multiple TLs and changes about a helmet? Exactly. Like, we just <laughs> overcomplicating things, torquing it, and then you have people coming out with their rulers and their isms, and I'm like, can y'all stop? trying to overcomplicate our job we are not cerebral over here all right this shit is basic as fuck we are we got people's lives in our hands i get it but i would put that more to a survival shot because dude if that fucking parachute or kit don't work it don't matter how good them tackings are on that harness or that helmet somebody gonna die you know what i mean so i don't know but but i get it man yo man i gotta bring this up because i'm sure you don't remember but uh there was a time it was like i think it was like right before I don't know. It was it maybe it was maybe about the time you were leaving. I was okay. running through AFE. I was beating everybody in arm wrestling, yo. And I okay. finally and I finally got to you. I, I do a, remember I, arm wrestling you. I lost, right? Yeah, yeah, you lost, all right. You lost, but you know what? You did what? something on my arm, dude. You were the hardest one, I'm telling you. I'm not even saying that. I thought Williams or Stacy was gonna give me a run for the money. Uh-huh. I slammed them both down. I just thought because they were big. You know, but yeah. you, you're, 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 you know, you're just trim, and uh, it took me a minute to beat you, but I got you. I got what did you. I do to your arm, though? I don't know. What happened? Something, dude. Oh, okay. I hey, man. Walk- <laughs> <laughs> I remember walking away. I was like, I got you, bitch. I was like, damn, dude. arm hurts. <laughs> okay, so I did win. All right, got it. <laughs> that is funny. That was your thing, man. Did you just you just randomly started arm wrestling people? Yeah, I don't know. Because I heard about it initially. I was like, okay. But then, yeah, when you got to me, I was like, this motherfucker's still arm wrestling. At that point, man, you should have just got some wax and grew out that long mustache with the handles. <laughs> like, walking around with your shirt sleeve rolled up there all damn day. <laughs> Forearm strong as fuck. Ain't got no torque value on that shit. But, oh my gosh, that is hilarious, man. Yeah, you definitely left your mark at Langley, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yo, but um, before we wrap this up, I end every episode uh, mm-hmm. with a round of questions. You ready for these? What you got? All right. First one. You're on a desert island. You could bring one movie. What's that movie? Oh, man. Let me be impulsive with this. I'm on a desert island. I can bring one movie. Uh, <clears throat> You know what, man? I'm just... I'm gonna go with Snatch. That's the first thing that pops into my head. I do love that movie. I do love okay. that. Okay. Glad you know it. Okay. What's your okay. next one? All right. If you had a superpower, would you be a hero or a villain? Man. I kind of want to be the villain because some people don't deserve justice. Ooh, I like <laughs> it. I like it. I like it. Okay. I like because I, I fuck with Venom now. He became one of my favorite Marvel characters. And yeah, bro, I mean. Some people just got to get their heads eaten off, right? Well, <laughs> all right. You got to pick one of these three. Okay. It, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, or Eddie Murphy? Bruh, what kind of question is that? That's that's tough. You know what? I'll go with Dave Chappelle, man. Okay. 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 I know, dude. That's a tough one, man. That's it is. That's tough for me. It is. And you, normally, dude, you know what? I When I look at that question, I go, I got to go with Eddie Murphy probably. There's something about, I mean, and I love yeah. Dave Chappelle, but when Eddie Murphy's, when I see Eddie Murphy on the TV, I smile. I got you. I got you. 
I mean, that was probably going to be my second choice, but I just think about all those times when I was watching the Chappelle show in the band while I was eating my fucking um, chicken and steak quesadillas from Taco Bell before it went to shit. This is back when I was living in the dorms at Langley, so kind of personal for me. <laughs> all right, last one. Okay. In a sentence or less, sum up the internet. Oh, man, I wanted to say trash. Um, <laughs> so that'll be my first word. Trash, comma, um, <laughs> that's a lot, man. Okay, hold up. Um, just depend. Uh, what's the word I want to say? Um, tread lightly. Let's just put it like that. Okay, okay. That's acceptable. That's acceptable. Yo, man, but uh, okay, before we cut this off, man, tell everybody mm-hmm. where they can find you. Instagram, Great Life 803 Nathaniel Robinson Jr., <clears throat> where we just talk about money and living a great life and just speaking everybody's truth authentically. We curse over here. I try not to curse as much. <clears throat> One of my family members actually called me earlier today and gave me some feedback. Told her I'm not going to change certain things, but I will try not to curse as much. I don't want to seem like my vocabulary is that limited. But cursing, man, it's it's just like putting seasoning on food. It just tastes better, man. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, that's where they can find me, man. Oh, you know what, dude? I forgot to ask you. Did you read, did you read a did you write a book? Oh, I did, man. Oh man. Damn, you're going back now. This is a while ago. Um, my journey to happiness is actually still on Amazon. If you type in um Hold up, let me fact check myself real quick. Go find my boy's book. My journey to happiness. Daniel Robinson Jr. Yeah, it's it's still on Amazon. Nobody uh hacked my shit. It's a black cover with a sunshine picture in the middle of it, man. Yeah. If you got Kindle, it's it's showing me that it's free. For those of y'all that's old school and you want the paperback, I'm looking at $7.99 or $10. Um, just a simple read, man. It's a bunch of poems that I had years ago, and it just turned into a, a short kind of story. But it was um, it was a good read, man. I enjoyed it. I got some good feedback from it. And, I mean, this was, what, March 18, 2016, it says. This is when I was deployed to um, Estonia. <laughs> deployed, right? It was a very good experience out there but yeah man that that was that's that's facts who told you that um damn who did i think i think joe told me that oh man kane coming through again yeah man yeah yeah that was back when i was on facebook and i had it on my notes too and i was i was was like oh shit i gotta i gotta ask him about that before we get out of here yeah i'm glad you brought that up that is funny yeah man so We'll see what happens next. So for for now, man, this is his podcast. But yeah, man, go I appreciate you. Go read his pod. Go listen to his podcast. I appreciate y'all, and I appreciate you, man. Like you gonna have to keep me posted when you're doing your um when you're posting your videos. I'm in your episodes, okay? Yeah, yeah, no problem. I will, I will definitely. All right, thanks, so, man. Yeah, man. I appreciate. I appreciate it. you being on, dude. Hey, no problem. We can record another one sometime later if you want to, man. Hell yeah, yeah. I'll have you back on, man. No problem. All right, appreciate you, man. Enjoy your weekend. All right. All right, buddy. All right, ladies. Peace.